This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everybody. Guess what it is? It's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast, and I'm Danielle. And I'm Jamie. And what's today? Today's the 26th? Today is Sunday, July 26th. <laughs> it's 14 million degrees outside, <laughs> and the humidity is at 747%. <laughs> I walked outside to take my trash out. <laughs> the humidity, like, literally smacked me in the face. Like, pin me. Look, I have so many things holding my hair down because I walked out. <laughs> you do. I look like Gene Wilder. <laughs> you don't look like Gene from, Wilder. From fucking Young Frankenstein. <laughs> like, you know, his hair was like, <laughs> that's what I look like. When I saw you at Kathy's the other day, you came up and your hair was like that. I was like, what's happening with all this? What's and happening? It's so funny what am I looking at? What's happening? Because I walked downstairs that morning and Kathy was like, oh, your hair looks so pretty. And yes, I was she like, did. Yes, she she did. Did. and I was like, I couldn't find a hair tie. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find a hair tie, Kathy. <laughs> Are you just trying to hurt me? <laughs> oh my god! So uh, let's see what's happening this week. I don't. Nothing really happened this week, right? Nothing. I mean, nothing really exciting happened. I mean, yeah, we got back from our little vacation. We already talked a million miles an hour about that. Uh huh. Um. Oh, we did. We are going to start trying to get on some more of the social media platforms more. We're really lazy about it. We're going to try. Look, here's the thing with me. I'm old. And you know how the kids are like. You're not that old. The kids are like, Facebook is for old people. I can rock a Facebook account. <laughs> I know. Me too. Instagram confuses the fuck out of me. We're on, what's this new one we just joined? Parlor. Parlor. Yeah. We just joined Parlor. So all means, find <laughs> us on there. We are, I'm at Jamie at Straight From The Net and Danielle is, Danielle is Straight From The Net on Parlor. Um, and you guys, you listen to us and you love us. Obviously we get listens. Yeah. So we're going to need you to give us reviews. Like our podcast has been up for over a year now. Yes. And we just we, got on iTunes right, and all that kind of stuff. But we don't have any reviews. Like, do we have three? Do we have reviews? We have three on iTunes. Oh, on iTunes? I yeah. see. I can't get on iTunes. Oh, okay. Well, on iTunes... <laughs> Well, because we didn't realize that most podcasts, 70% of all podcasts are downloaded out of iTunes, right? 70% of all podcasts, which is an insane amount of people um, dealing with podcasts, obviously. So we weren't really aware of all of these things. Again, we're just like, hey, let's do a podcast. It'll be a great time. Woo! You know what I mean? We just think, you know, like, that's all we have to really do. And now we're kind of learning that, you know, you guys need a little bit more and for all the people who listen to us on iTunes, or if you would be gracious enough to go to iTunes and leave us a review. Or SoundCloud or any of the... Um, well, yes, we definitely want iTunes for right now. Okay. So for right now, because our, our SoundCloud account is our mother account, everything gets uploaded to there, and then everything sort of disperses out to everybody else because of our SoundCloud. So we have an RSS feed on SoundCloud that automatically goes out to all these other platforms. Okay, so if you're listening to us on iTunes. <laughs> on iTunes, we would really love it if you would go and give us a review. And then if you want, you can eat, or well, we would like it, you can email us at straightfromthenet at gmail.com and say, hey, we left a review for you and our username is so-and-so. And we will be happy to give you a thank you shout out on our podcast. So if that can, and then we're working on maybe doing some swag bags in the future. But for now, we'll be happy to give you a shout out if you want to leave us a 
you know, a review. It worked out for Jerry. Like, he reached out to us and was like, hey. And next thing you know, he was at the barbecue. I know. You know what? And we're kind of fun people to know. I mean, most of the time. Right. And <laughs> get, it, time. get it on the ground floor now because if you help us get there, we're not going to forget you when we are No, there. I know. Like, we're, we're definitely very loyal to, like, our fan base. So, if once it hits on and popping, like, it's going to be because of you. And then there's going to be eventually, like, letters and things like that that we'll send out and be like, and thanks in part to, we're going to be like the PBS PBS that cusses. Yes. And we'd be like, thanks in part to all these people who helped us get there. And we would love for you to be there. So if you can we'll call it the PM, be great. the PM fucking S. I know. Oh, well, you know what? Oh, in other news, my boys have been gone. They were I, mean. They're home now. They just got home yesterday. They went to mean with their dad. And they were gone from the previous Thursday until now. So yeah. about like 10 days or so. And <laughs> I was like. Man, I I guess because of the things that are going on in life right now, you know what I mean, and how ugly there. I mean, there's so much stuff going on all over the place. It's been you know difficult. Sorry, you know, plus some other things, but um, you know, I've been kind of fighting this sort of low level depression. It's just been sort of sitting there and sitting there. And when the boys were gone, I thought for sure because they're not keeping me busy that you know this sort of depression that I was kind of you know dealing with. Um, was going to haunt me, but I did really good. Actually, we went away to the beach. We talked about that. We had a really good mm-hmm. time. Um, I was so busy with work all week. I, you know, didn't want to bother them crazy, you know, be a crazy mom. And be like, what are you doing now? And like when they're with their dad and enjoying themselves. And, and I did pretty good. And then I got really excited because yesterday they're coming home. <clears throat> so I texted Jonathan because Christopher's on his dad's plane and they can't have, they have like no service up there. Right. But for some reason, Jonathan could get my text like intermittently. Oh. So I texted him like, oh, you're coming home today. I can't wait to, you know, see you. And about like an hour later, when I guess when it finally went through, because I kept waiting for it to stay delivered, you know, since we both had the iPhones. And then he finally got back to me. He was like, I don't want to come home. I love it here. Um, you know, Lori gave me a hug last night, which his grandmother, his grandmom's name is Lori. He's like, she gave me a hug and I cried and I don't want to come home. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, I was just like crying. Like, what do you mean? Like, I was so upset. <laughs> I was like, now, because now I'm, like, super depressed. Like, you know, I'm doing this, you know, waiting for you to come home. And now this child who's usually stuffed up my asshole, I could charge him rent. He's up there so much. Like, he doesn't even want to come home. And then so everybody, of course, was like, well, it's normal to be like that. You're his mom and blah, blah, blah. I love that when I got here today, he came running down the stairs. And he was like, and he was like in the doorway. And he was like, hello. <laughs> Guess who's back? It's and me. I was like, monkey. It was so funny, too. So they get home last night, and he was like, Mom, I missed you so much, but I was gone. And I'm like, I cried like a little bitch for nothing. So then he was all happy, because I cried for, like, a good half hour. So I, I was, like, so sad. I'm like, I'm all by myself. <laughs> and it was, like, made me cry, because I was like, you know, it's, you know, like, these are the times when you wish you weren't single, because, like, yeah, there's nobody I, around to keep you busy. And so for him to not miss me or anything else, it's, it gets very lonely for me very quickly. And, uh, I yeah. was also having some issues yesterday with, um, I'm a very social person. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very out there. I and I feel like the COVID with like like when we went to the beach and the one thing I wanted to do we couldn't do. Oh yeah, because the COVID it was closed down. It's, it's so wacky. They're either and everybody's open or everybody's closed or everybody's judging. Like you just never know. So what's happening. yesterday, like yesterday, I woke up and there was just I was just so sad yesterday. Yeah. Like, this feeling of sadness overwhelmed me. And that's not like me. And I was a bundle of nerves. Like, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop all day. Right. Like, something's coming. Like, right. I feel like something I mean, is no- happening. Nothing did. Right. But it was, like, a very bad feeling. And my anxiety doesn't hit a peak unless it's, right. like, during a holiday or during, so like, before an event that I've planned. Things right. like that. That's when my anxiety is, like, all right, bitch, we're here. Right. 
Um, it's I, I call it motivational my anxiety. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yesterday it was just there, and I was like, I don't understand why this is happening right now. Yeah. Like, why am I feeling this way? And but it was fine. Like nothing happened bad yesterday. And this morning I woke up and I felt, you know, all right. And I'm like, maybe it was just the moment. Yeah, like a fluke or whatever. Yeah, yeah. but I was uh, not okay yesterday, and like Sally was like, "Do you want to go?" are you okay? Like, do you want to go somewhere? And I'm like, no, no, I just want to stay home. My friend Jen was like, I'm going to kind of get you, but go get Starbucks. First of all, I hate Starbucks. I'm a Dunkin' girl. I think Starbucks coffee tastes burnt. I'm not a star fan of Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks, I am a Dunkin' girl. But she was like, well, go get coffee and hang out. We'll talk in the park. And there's high ass weather and in I'm nature. Like, I'm like, hey, no. Well, it's like, and, you've, and it's like, thank you so much for thinking of me. And I told her that. I was like, thank but... you. I love you so much. I was like, but I really, you know, I really just want to not move from this couch. Yeah. And then next thing you know, Paco texted me and was like, babe, how's your day going? I'm like, slow. And I look and it's 730. And I was like, oh, shit. <gasps> oh, shit. I forgot to tell you. So, sorry, everybody out there. Um, starting this Friday, I am the new Telstar karaoke host. <laughs> Wait, what? And on the rocks. <laughs> Shut the heck up. Of all the places. Are you serious? So every Friday you're going to do karaoke? Me and Lori are going to host this. Sh- well, Lori's going to tech and I'm going to host. Oh my God. It's like the mothership's calling you home. It is. And like, it's- how have you not done this already? I and don't it, well, understand. Well, I've hosted a couple times. Like, um, we did a, um, a freaky Saturday where the boys that, that host karaoke, uh-huh. um, bartended. Right. And they had somebody back there doing the register of things for them, but they, right. they made the drinks and we, me and Lori hosted the show. OMG. And we did like an 80s night where I was dressed like Sally Jesse Raphael and Oh, that's so fantastic. How did I miss this? And I don't know. I you were invited. I think you had the boys or something. That was a oh, few yeah. years back and you, oh, I probably, yeah, you I probably were like, with the boys. You weren't like leaving the boys home. Yeah, no, I don't um, leave them home, yeah. And me and Lori hosted. So I've hosted karaoke a couple times. Like Sean calls me the breaking case of break glass in case of emergency host. <laughs> Because I like to cuss. He's like, Jimmy, don't cuss on the mic, blah, blah, blah. But back in the day when we were younger and we went out to the bar where Kathy O'Grady, the founder of Telstar Karaoke, was the host with Tommy, Kathy O'Grady cussed on the microphone. And she, you know, sang Shrivel Little Short Dick, man, and went around and was, like, playing with all the boys and and things like that. she's great. So, like, they don't make them like her anymore. They don't. And (laughs) And when I was hosting... Sean was like, don't cuss on the mic. And then at the end of the night, Sean came up to me and Jason was like, you were very mom-esque. He was like, you reminded, <laughs> you me, like, you reminded me of when Kathy was hosting. So I oh, okay. nobody could ever do her justice because she was one of a kind and they she broke the mold kind, and yes. God rest her soul. Um, but I would like to think that I can pay tribute in a way mm-hmm. to her in my own special way. And especially because me and Lori, and Lori was like her favorite. So... We can get in there and we can do it and we can like throw it back old school for a while. But I'm I'm, oh, probably, wow. I'm really excited about it. That is exciting. So every Friday, every Friday at on the rocks. Oh boy, from eight to twelve until okay. this COVID thing is over, and then they're going to go back to nine to one. Which why does it matter? I don't know. What's the difference between eight and twelve and nine and one? I don't know. We're very safe about things. Like we're doing the best we can. But what, does anybody know like why they even? I, it's so weird to me. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, well, I mean, congratulations. Thanks. Again, it's definitely one of those things that I'm like, you know what? Certain people are really good at certain things, right? Uh Uh-huh. And I'm definitely good at 
you know, praising houses, right? And, and, that, and you're really good at <laughs> doing karaoke and getting people excited about things and extroverted person. Like, you're very good at it. I feel like, look, our fa- my your fingers and my toes are the same color. They're my toes. Almost, yeah. Almost. Almost. Um, yeah, see, like Also, I mean, that's just another platform where I can wear, like, my shirt from the net t-shirt and fucking talk about us. And plug okay. it in. And be like, hey, because if... Like, about stickers. I'll have to get us some right. stickers. And if you think about it, Jason has a following. Like, people... If there's a show at On the Rocks and there's a show at Christiana Pub and somebody's hosting this at On the Rocks uh-huh. and Jason is at Christiana Pub, everybody's going to the Christiana Pub because they love Jason. Right. So if I could be that host... Yeah, where people are like, it's Jamie from the Straight from the Net podcast coming right. out. Like, it's Jamie and everybody loves me. And by the way, did you know Jamie has a podcast? We gotta listen to that shit. Oh my god, and you know what? It'll be like, and guess what? If you want to ever see Jamie out and about and see these two together, you know, especially this one, who's the crazy one, come on out to On the Rocks with Old Butterworth Pike in New York, Delaware, and see me every Friday at, you know, 8 to 12. 8 to 12. We'll have to do it. We'll have to, like, you know, promote it. Like, we, so, you we know, will. never know. We will. We can't do two crazy promotions because they're, like, trying to keep the shows... We're not advertising because we're trying to keep the shows um, small at first. Right. To see exactly how this is going to work out and if we're doing it correctly. And we're following safety guidelines. Like, of course. Well, you got to, yeah, With, with the masks and, and right. the sanitizing and things like that. Um, there's no duets right, right now because they have to make sure that they have one clean um, microphone and they have to sit. Like, you can wipe something down, but it has a set time. All disinfectants have a set time. Right. So I, you can't just wipe it off and be like, oh, here, because that's not how it right. works. So they've been very good about the guidelines and things like that. So I, it, I went last night, had a great time at karaoke, and we everybody wore masks like they were supposed to. Everybody followed the rules. Because karaoke has such, like, their pe- the people who do karaoke, yeah, it's a lifestyle for them. It really like, is, like, yes. It's a, it's a it lifestyle is, for me. Yes. So it they, seems so silly when you say it like all, that, but they are about right, it. and they are all we are all yes. following the rules strictly because we went three months without it, and it yeah. almost killed us. Well, and now they're talking about um, wanting to shut things back down again, and I'm just like, oh my god, I don't and think it, people are gonna make it. I don't. I, it's not really Newcastle. Like we haven't spiked. Like Newcastle County. Yeah, we're doing kind of has okay. been doing really well, and yeah. I don't think it's fair for them to shut down Newcastle County because Sussex and Kent are fucking up. Well, you know what? My boys were saying up in Maine, they have hardly any. And yeah. like, there's no mask wearing up there at all. But I mean, they, they were very huddled down anyway. I mean, like, um, my ex's parents have like their own sort of compound in a way, right? With like two houses and, and be- it's beautiful. I used to love going. It was my favorite place to go when we were married. Um, so they didn't really have to leave too much. And like, so what they did was like when they had to leave for groceries, it was just like two of them went. Like not everybody went. But um, they did, they had this little store, like, in town, and it's this tiny little thing where you would really see, like, an old man sitting on the porch waiting for somebody to come by, you know what I mean, with his dog. Like, it was, like, it's like that up there. And um, they were like, yeah, they don't, none of that. You know, these people, it's like they're relatively unaffected by it. And, like, they didn't have to wear masks or anything. Yeah, well, they're they're also very spread out in Maine, too. It's not like. Well, I was like, oh, my God, what? You know what I mean? Because when he first said he was like, yeah, they don't do masks up there. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> Delaware is so compact. Like, yeah, yeah, there was, like, so much going like on here. the fifth most dense densely populated state in the nation so right we're like, by size and people yeah. and we're the, we're the second smallest well i'm hoping that it'll be good for you because it would be really neat to be like hey if you ever want to meet the straight from the net girls come on out to all the right. rocks we're gonna be here jay's gonna do karaoke right and y'all might get drunk enough to sing a song and we would love for you to come out and say hi to us and maybe right. one night we could do our podcast from there yep that'd be fun i'm about that life okay so i just got my brand my brand new oven delivered <laughs> And goddamn Jamie. <laughs> so, 
if you follow, if you have to follow us on Snapchat, it is uh, Danielle uh, straight from the net. <laughs> Danielle straight from the net or Danny Grand One Two Three. So they came <laughs> to deliver the stove, and they were boys, and the boys were very cute. They were young, though. They were very young. They were too young for you. And they were trying so hard not to, like, give you any, like, you know, anything. Right, because I was like, hey. They're like, um, look, I'm trying to be a professional here. Right, and they were so good. So Lowe's, um, you, your delivery guides did really well because they walked in and I was like, hey, boys, um, we're going to need another stove next week. <laughs> I know she did. And then the guy, then one of the other guys came in because I guess he had to take a picture to show, like, yeah. it was actually installed. Oh, my God. And I didn't know he was coming back in. Daniel was like, hold on, I got to go get this. And I popped up being a smartass and was like, what, they come back for my number? <laughs> and the guy comes around the corner and I was like, oh, I didn't know you were coming back in the house. Oh, yes. Um, so we're, co- we're very clearly very professional. We are, and then I let, I let them know that we will talk about them on the podcast and where to find us. Yes. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> After we just talked about like, oh my God. Anyway. One but, of the kids um, had the best hair. They're like these super nice tight braids. Like, yeah. like the two, two long braids, right. like Pocahontas. He was, it was very nice. Like, he, he looked like he was about 15 years old. He did, but they, they looked like they were very professional. You were like the married Lou Letourneau. I know. I know. I and the thing is, like, if any of those boys would have flirted back, I would have been, like, so offended. Like, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> it only works if you just find me hilarious and just let me do what I have to right. do. Right. God. But, um, I but love my boyfriends. Speaking of um, just letting you do what you're going to do, so Tom Hanks has been letting this weirdo do what oh, he does. Oh, my God. Okay, so. We have to talk about it. So, apparently this guy, conspiracy theorist, um, Frank Romance Jr., I love the romance part. Like, that's his actual name. Like, is it, or is it just, like, um, you know how, like, some women are like, you know, Tanika, Lord loves me the best, and I'm blessed, Wallace. Maybe. Or something, I know, I just made up a whole name, but, like, could he be, like, you know, hey, my middle name's Romance. So, this is on, um, H-I-T-C Trending is what it's on. Okay. And it says, 33 ridiculous videos explaining how Tom Tom Hanks is missing, um, Social media strikes again. First of all, Tom Hanks, not missing. Tom Hanks is an American treasure. He is an American treasure. If Tom Hanks was missing, the whole world would have a search party. Like, we're not going to have another castaway, even though that was a movie. Like, we're not going to have another castaway moment. Yeah, we're not not here for that. Right. If Tom Hanks was missing, it would be... News, like it would be like news. the world would be out there searching. Like the neighborhoods would be like, we heard he was here. <laughs> kind of like with Tupac. Yes. Yeah. I mean, people are still talking about Tupac, and so that this, motherfucker's dead. So this guy <coughs> is like Tom Hanks is missing. Tom Hanks just posted on Instagram last week. A few weeks ago, he found some girl's ID and put it on his social media and tagged her and was like, "Hey, I have your ID. I'm sending it back to you." And he signs his name on Instagram now, Hanks, H-A-N-X. Oh, does he? Which usually, like, girls who are named Christina and they're like, ex-Dina, I'm like, bitch, you know how to spell your name. But when Tom Hanks does it, it doesn't annoy me. I think it's adorable. Right. Like, (laughs) he's a national treasure. He has been a national treasure since, like, the 1980s. And if you need a laugh, there's always a Tom Hanks movie on like, my favorite one is The Burbs and Joe versus the Volcano. Oh, like, so his, some of his very, very early on the, stuff? I love the early, early on Tom Hanks. Like, there's not a movie out there that Tom Hanks has ever done. Right. That I don't appreciate. Right. Because I think he's brilliant. So, anyway, back to this. So, Tom Hanks, we're going to tag you, and it's it's going down. 
as soon as we figure out how to work Instagram. All right. So, a new conspiracy theory has surfaced on the internet that explains how Tom Hanks is actually missing. Is it really true? Everyone loves Tom Hanks, right? The American actor is one of the most popular and well-recognized filmmakers in the world and has even received a Presidential Medal of Freedom from Barack Obama. But now, the world-renowned actor might be missing. Yes, that's right, missing. Even though he posted on Instagram a few days ago. Yeah. <laughs> a conspiracy theory has risen online. The actor has gone missing after a YouTube account posted 33 videos explaining why online, and it's totally hilarious. So, um, sometimes pretty strange things go viral on the internet, this being the very one of the very strangest. If, you, if I said to you, Tom's Hanks, Tom Hanks is missing, you would probably believe me, right? Surely it would be all over the news or something. He hasn't been active on his Twitter for a while, but he was on Instagram last week, so he must be fine, right? Well, apparently not. Social media has has fooled a wacky conspiracy theory that agrees the famous, <laughs> famous actor is in fact missing, and it's absolutely hilarious. The whole conspiracy theory actually started with a man from the United States called Frank Romance Jr., he started uploading videos on his YouTube channel last month, continuing to post the video in the series titled Tom Hanks Missing Every Day. In his videos, he goes through various arguments that support the fact that Tom Hanks could be missing, finding evidence to either prove or disprove the conspiracy. He's now up to day 33 in the series, and he's still going. Tom okay. Hanks obviously isn't missing, which just makes the whole conspiracy, conspiracy utterly ridiculous and even more hilarious. We have to applaud the man for having the time on his hands to make 33 different videos explaining how Tom Hanks is missing, even though no, even though he's not. He's definitely not missing, people. That's what it says. He's definitely not, people. This I mean, man has been really up- does have too much time on his hands to do 33 videos. Right. This man has been uploading videos daily about Tom Hanks being missing or whatever, and and that kind of commitment cannot be matched by your pet by you peasants is what somebody wrote <laughs> so basically and and this this article was written in video 33 i think i went on to the site yesterday just to see like what it was about and this guy's crazy but um I, <laughs> but he's up to like 39 or something videos now and today would be number 40 right but like it's this whole thing about you know and Tom Hanks is like, look, I'm, I'm, and I'm Tom fine. Hanks is not missing, and they don't believe it. Like he's like, I'm not missing. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy is like convinced that Tom Hanks is missing, and he's probably actually in the Illuminati. <laughs> I don't know. I could only make it through like five minutes of the first video, and I was like, I can't. But I am gonna go back and watch them all because now I'm just curious. Like, why does this guy think like? Just out of the blue, he was, like, in his living room, like, oh, my God, Tom Hanks missing. Like, he was watching the money pit. He's not missing. He's stuck in the floor. Just look up. (laughs) He's fine. He's fine. He's he's a little uncomfortable. He's waiting for, you know, the chick that he was supposed to go pick up, and now he's just sad. Oh, my God. I watch a lot of Tom Hanks movies. A lot. Do you know any famous quotes from any of his movies? Oh, Because you did that with, um... What movie? With Keanu uh, Reeves. Keanu Reeves. With Keanu like, Reeves, but with Tom Hanks. I am an FBI agent. Remember you did that. With Tom Hanks, he's just I I like Walter from the from the um the Burbs where he's mm. like Walter and the way he says Walter is like okay. one of my favorite ways. And there's a dance and bachelor party that he does. Right. Tom Hanks is very broad, so with Keanu Reeves, he's got like these these big lines. Tom right. Hanks' the whole movie is a big line. You know, I like, think um it's interesting. Like he 
kind of started off as like this silly little uh-huh. like you know character, and look what he's turned into. He's an American treasure. And there's a lot of people out there just like it. I mean, you look at um, Jamie Foxx. Jim Carrey. Uh, well, yeah, Jim Carrey. But, like, Jamie Foxx is one of those people who also was like, you know, started out stupid, on a color. Yeah, he like, did, like, stupid characters. And now look at him. He's, like, number one. And there's somebody that I always thought um, would, is going to be like that. And he's not quite there yet. But he, I feel like he's going to be. And it's Kevin Hart. Oh, yeah. I've always loved Kevin Hart. I've always loved his stand-up. And there's something about him where I'm like, he hustles so hard. I really feel like he's going to turn into, like, the next and one. He, and he dipped his toe when he did the upside. He dipped his right. toe, toe in the drama. And the upside, if you haven't seen it yet, is an excellent movie. And he's still funny in it, but it's a very serious funny. Right. And it show, it's a true story, mm-hmm. and it shows the growth of this man. And he captured it, and he captured it well. Yeah, and I feel like he's going to be one of them. I feel like he's going to end up being, like, that A-lister. Yes. You know also, <laughs> you should also check out, if you haven't seen it yet, the Mr. Rogers movie that Tom Hanks did. It's I have not seen it. Oh, I want my to. God. Me and Lori, <coughs> me and Lori watched not. this movie, and we were completely captivated, like, the whole movie. And, like... Yeah, have you ever, like, watched something so, that was so interesting that you all just shut up? And it was, like, super quiet. And yeah. then at the end of the movie, you were like, oh, shit. And you're sitting in your home, so you can do whatever you want, talk however you want. It's not like right. you're in an actual movie. Yeah. That's how it was. Me and Lori started this movie, and we didn't speak for two hours. Oh, really? Like, we were just into the movie. And then and when it ended. Is it in my neighborhood or something? Like um, I think it's just called a beautiful, what is it called? Oh my god! A beautiful day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. I think it's something called. like that. Something it says not. It's neighborhood in the title, and I can't believe I'm blanking on it. Um, but he captured Mister Rogers, and I was a big Mister Rogers fan as a girl, as a kid. Uh-huh. And he captured him. That I felt like I was watching actually Mister Rogers. Like he captured him, right? And his mannerisms and the, his voice, everything. Like Tom Hanks is fucking brilliant. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. he's doing this and. At the end of it, like, me and Lori are, like, sniffling and crying, and, and we're having this this thing where, basically, it's him helping his friend reconnect with his dad, and oh. then helping his friend deal with the fact that his dad's dying. And this friend is a writer, like, a journalist for, like... Oh, is that what it is? Because I remember a journalist right. comes out to interview, uh, they, they were saying the premise right. of it. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, I mean, and I thought, I was like, why, why, why wouldn't they just talk about Mr. Rogers, but... right. The, the point of the movie was to show how Mr. Rogers threw himself into things and, and it like, like there's a, a scene where in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood as a kid where, you know, he comes and he invites the black postman or the black police officer right. to put his feet in his pool and then he washes this black officer's feet and it's like, you know, everybody is equal, you know, you know, right. it was like basically walk a mile and somebody else, right. she's no judgment. Right before Mr. Rogers died, when he knew he was going to pass, he posted a video for his watchers, his viewers, and mm-hmm. he's to explain, you know, that death happens, and sometimes life is happy, and sometimes life is sad, but you have to, you know, deal with it, and that, you know, he'll always be with them. Right. Like, he posted this to be aired after he died, so these children, he could explain death to them. Oh, my God. Like, Mr. Did they catch this in the movie, too? No, and I wish they would have, but Mr. <clears throat> Rogers... Oh my god, like, like I loved Mr. Rogers, and Tom Hanks was the most perfect person to For play it. Mr. Rogers. Oh wow, I have to watch it. I'll definitely have to watch it. I'm like, now that I'm starting to actually, like, feel better and, like, more to myself, like, I don't want to cry, because I'm like, it sounds, I've been wanting to see that movie. It was, um, 
Kind of like Joker. Joker was like a movie I really wanted to see. Yeah, I, I, I could get into yeah. it. It was too dark for me. Like, my, I'm not mentally okay right now enough for the Joker. With, with it was the most perfect person to play. It was Tom Hanks. So I really have to. So what you got? I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that now. I feel weird about it. Well, okay. I'm going to go with Mariah Carey. Go with Mariah. Because we're, <laughs> we're talking about celebrities. Mariah is fine. Yeah, let's talk about Mariah Carey. Let's talk so, about her. Okay, so apparently, I'm like, we went through something all serious like that and how great Tom Hanks is, and now I'm going to talk about this, and it's just, like, ridiculous. Anyway, so this is um, from allaboutlaughs.com. I mean, how how important, I mean, like, how serious am I supposed to take this, by the way, first of all? So apparently, the headline is, and this is from Amari Rogers on July 22nd. Oh, uh, first of all, when she starts, this is, a new, we are in no way making fun of Mariah or Eminem. Because we do not want to be, like, the subject of an Eminem song. No, we like, do not. <laughs> we, we'd be super famous, but... <laughs> but not your kind of famous. Like, it's he's mean. <laughs> he is mean. When he is, is he one of those guys that we've all known a guy like when him? When he throws your name in one of his shit, it yeah. comes out, like, you can't... Like, you know what's about you, and you're like, that fucking asshole, he really said that about me, but at the same time, you're like, fuck, this motherfucker's good. I know. <laughs> But Eminem, I mean, we've all known a guy who will just be like, you know, just tear you to shreds. Like, right. um, Amish is like that. Yeah. You know, Amish reminds me of that guy that he's like, I'm just going to tear you to shreds. And Eminem has like that, I, you know, he feels that way. Like, energetically, yeah. when you think about him, feels that way. Maybe he's not, I don't know. But anyway, the headline is. He's fine until you, like, piss him off. Like, he's not going to bother you. Like, if he doesn't like you, he's not going to put you in a song or destroy you until you fuck with him first. Like, he's, yeah, he's I, one of those people that are like, whatever, whatever, I'm doing my thing, whatever. And then as soon as somebody says something bad, boom, you got a dis. you don't even get a diss track with Eminem. You get a whole disc, disc CD. <laughs> like, there's a whole album about, yeah. that's going platinum just about how much he hates you. I know, right? Well, I think it's, it's funny that when I think about Eminem, I think about him as being just like this homebody that just don't want to bother. He's like a curmudgeon, right? Like, I don't want to be bothered. And then you put him in the, um, you know, like he's coming in to like help somebody, you know, like produce a track or something. He's just like, you know, do what I say and I'm getting out of here. Like, I don't even picture him ever laughing because you don't ever see him happy. He's always got this stern look. Anytime anybody posts anything about him, he just is like a curmudgeon, like get off my fucking grass. Right. Right. But he's like, I don't know whatever happened to him. He was always like, you know, he was like such a superstar. And like, really, he's like in his robe getting his, you know. Right. And the thing his is. His Sunday paper. He doesn't want you on his grass. The thing you know? is, Eminem grew up. He's a grown up now. And he, yeah, you know. Yeah, but he just seems like, I don't want to fucking be bothered. Right. I'm going to go do my job. And then that's it. And then I'm going to drop a couple things. And yes, I'm still brilliant. And then, but really on Sundays, I'm in my robe getting my paper and get off my lawn. Like, that's what I think yeah. of him. It's like the funniest thing. Because like, no, I don't think I've ever seen anything where he's ever smiled i don't think i've ever seen a video of him where he's been out having a good time laughing it up i mean there has been but i'm sure there is somewhere when he was younger but now i mean he's like it's kind of like he's reclusive or whatever and good for him i am too hey same <laughs> i am too like, like our boss is always like i don't understand how you're so active on social media but you do not want to be bothered i was like no because it's easy on social media you could do it and they're not in front of you and you don't have to like keep giving it attention and that's where you and i are very different because yeah, you're very like, social media and i'm very like in person in your face yeah where i'm just like no i just want to be home but anyway back to this so eminem apparently okay allegedly <laughs> Eminem is stressed out about Mariah Carey's upcoming upcoming memoir, afraid she will say he was bad in bed, according to sources. Who are the sources? Like, are the sources know, right? the people who carry Mariah Carey around because she's always wearing a waist trainer too tight? 
Like, if you think about it, if you watch, like, concerts lately, and, like, anytime she's guest Oh, God, she doesn't even she, try. She always comes out with people carrying her. <laughs> and her waist is this big, and she's, like, rocking the waist trainer. And when she does interviews, it's always in the same spot in her house, the Christmas room. Oh, and, and she's, she's always, like, she's on always a, like, like a chaise lounge. On the chaise lounge. And I think it's because she can't sit up, because her waist trainer <laughs> is so tight. Well, if you look back in the days when she first came out, it's like, you know, just a oh, vision of love and all that. Oh, she was brilliant and amazing. I loved her. And she was tiny. She had no tits to save her life. And she was this tiny-ass little and thing, And so right? much talent. Right? And and she was, and it was whatever. And now, all of a sudden, you know, she's got, like, huge tits. She's got this big ass. She's, like, diva out. And, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't look anything like she did when I fell in love with her. Right. Right, and she, like, I used to sing her songs all the time. I can't mm-hmm. do it now. My voice has, you know, changed, you know, through life. But I used to sing her songs all the time. I could never hit that pitch that she has, like, but I would sing her songs all I the time. I used to. I used to be able to hit it. Really? I never could do it, but. Until I was about 33, I could hit that note. But the thing is about Mariah, like, when she came out, like, she came out with a fucking vengeance, and there was this soul and this amazing And she was, like, a kind of talent. mixed sort and, of white girl look about and her. And all of the, and, yeah, the big thing was, well, what is she? But it, doesn't, yeah. it didn't matter because she had, like, this fucking major talent. And I'm not saying that Mariah Carey is not talented. Oh, no, she is very talented. But she, the way that she came out versus how she is now, she's very stuffed up her own ass. Yes. Yes, her I and agree. Pinkett Smith couldn't be friends because there's not enough room in each other's asshole for each other. You know what I mean? Like, Brian Carey reminds me of somebody who, like, bleaches her asshole. Probably. She probably definitely bleaches her asshole. But, you know, she's also very into, like, charities and things like that. Like, she's a very loving and giving person. Is she? Because she, she knows she's she like really, a biatch. No, she really is. It's just the, the way she... Pre- like, the way the media portrays her, like, when she's doing interviews and things. Like, don't get me wrong. I think that Mariah Carey is a probably very vain. Like, I think that she does seem very stuffed up. She her seems asshole. very uh, about her appearance and things like that. But when it comes to like charities and things like that, like um, Mariah Carey has done does a lot for like underprivileged communities and things like that. Well, apparently she she's got this thing coming out. She recently celebrated a 30th anniversary of her debut album, which is crazy. I was 13 years old when that came out. Like, that oh my is God. insane. Like, I didn't realize. When Vision like, of Love came out, we were 13. 13, yes, because it's this is her 30th anniversary. So she's doing her memoir. And apparently the legendary singer is preparing to release her memoirs. And it seems that some of the folks in her life are feeling the heat, especially rapper Eminem. Now, you know what? First of all, Eminem ain't thinking shit about her. All right. I can't imagine him being like, oh, my God, I'm so hard. Let me do this diss track. And then, oh, my God, but please don't let Mariah say that, you know, I didn't fuck her right. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? So maybe this is why Nick Cannon and Eminem don't get along. And that's what you were kind of saying before. I'm like, I don't, maybe. I don't know. But her memoirs titled... The meaning of Mariah Carey, of course it is, is set to be released on September 29th, and the diva celebrated her completion of it with her fans on social, on social media as well. She talked, oh, she told her fans, aka lambs, that the book, ugh, that the book discusses my mishaps, my struggles, my survival, and my songs, unfiltered. I'm kind of interested to see how she's going to sound, because she comes off as such an asshole. I'm sorry, she kind of does to somebody like me. She comes off very stuffed up her own ass, very stuffed up in her own image and everything else. You know, I probably would read it just to see if she sounds so stuffed up her own ass. And that's not to take away from the things that she's done. I mean, she's never, she's never going to go away. Right. She's she's a diva. If somebody's going to remember her forever, her music will be around forever. I mean, it is what it is. She is the epitome of diva. And, and, you know, they, they talk about her and they talk about like, um, Katy Perry, and they talk about the way Madonna acts, and mm. they talk about this, so we hear the good and the bad. Right. But, and 
like, sometimes the bad outweighs the good. Like, we don't think that Mariah Carey's a bad person at all, but, like, the way she's portrayed, yeah, definitely diva fucking stuck up. Well, I never knew that these two even had a thing. I didn't either. I never knew it, but apparently... I knew she had a thing with Pete Diddy. I thought she had a thing with Pete Diddy. I don't know, but it said, um, like, anytime anybody interviews them, like, it doesn't come up. But it says, starting in 2002, the two began an epic back and forth over, over whack, uh, epic back and forth over wax and in the press. I don't know what that means. Eminem's mentioned Mariah and their brief dalliance in his records. I think they're, um, they're magazines. In the press is a magazine. Oh, it says, in the epic back and forth over wax and in the press. I don't know. Um, it says they mentioned her, or he's mentioned her in Superman, When the Music Stopped, Bagpipes from Baghdad, The Warning, and more. Mariah's addressed him and her songs, Clown and Obsessed. And now Eminem's afraid she'll talk about it in her memoirs as well. Wait, maybe Wax is another word for album? I don't know. We'll figure that out. Somebody who, anybody, I don't know. Jay? <laughs> it Jay? Might, maybe it's just a typo. Or figure something. that out. I know, but I thought it was interesting, um, Meek Mill in response to, um, like, I guess what Kanye was saying, like, trying to hint around that him and Kim Kardashian had a thing. He called it something. He said, that's something. I can't remember what it was now. And they're like, for anybody not in the know, that means it's a lie. I'm like, oh my God, where's my walker? Where's my depends? <laughs> he said, that's something. I can't remember what the hell he called it, but it means lies. Like, it's it's not true. And I'm like, oh my God, I feel like such no, a No, Kanye, it was Ray J. <laughs> it says Us Weekly is reporting that an Eminem insider shared that the 8 Mile rapper is expecting to hear about their beef in Mariah's upcoming book. Eminem's Achilles heel has always been Mariah Carey. They've had a very toxic relationship. He knows that Mariah is going to say very negative things about him. He is expecting the onslaught and almost welcomes it. Eminem apparently is worried that Mariah will talk about a few things that he's sensitive about, including the details of their sex life. Marshall is stressed out that Mariah is going to say shit that he was bad in bed or a selfish lover. Because he has always been very insecure about that. Well, there's been no leaks yet of the book's pages, but we'll we'll know if Eminem's gotten wind of something if we randomly start to get new music from him between now and the book's release date. <laughs> I just think to myself, I'm like, he's not sitting around thinking about he fucked her wrong. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't think so. And even if it does come out in the book, like, I can't imagine him being, I mean, I guess oh, I, I could, I but I could totally see him writing a whole diss album. But I'm just trying to think to myself, like, called, like, the, now we see how he is, what he's like. Is he really that worried about stuffed up her own ass Mariah Carey saying he's got, you know, he's a he's a bad fuck. I don't know. He's a bad lay, really? We'll, we'll know when it comes out, like, the downfall of Mariah is, like, the name of his, of his fucking <laughs> album, and he drops it in the middle of the night on a Tuesday. And there's, like, guest spots from, like, all these other celebrities right. that's fucked him and be like, no, she was great. <laughs> he was great. 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 <laughs> And they're popping a lock, you know, mm, mm, mm. he was hot. Yes, yes. Mm, mm. It was fucking great. <laughs> yeah, I really don't think he's that bad, but I'm interested to see what she says. So, I, from too, there, am interested. So, we're... <laughs> I would fuck the shit out of him. Oh, God. I would back it up. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> uh, he's like, oh, my God, shut up. She's like... <laughs> Give it to me, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was not Eminem, by the way. Um, <laughs> so, um, moving on. All things <laughs> like, where do we go from now? All things interesting. Um, speaking of, like, diss tracks and, you know, Mariah Carey disclosing the grossness of the, her sex life with Eminem. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there is a river of black sludge recorded in Arizona. <laughs> what? Just out of nowhere? Yeah, just out of nowhere. So, um, like, m 
is this track's gonna be? Like, it'll just be out of nowhere. Like, one day, I'm like, it's been out for four seconds, it's a platinum. And you know what? And it'll be called Black Sludge, and it'll be about her birthday. <laughs> Or her ass. You yell at me all the time. You're like, oh my god, like people are gonna hate us. And Mariah Carey's gonna be like, fuck these bitches. The one tried to come back. The one's okay. (laughs) (laughs) She made fun of my race trainer, though. All right. So, so there is there's this river of black sludge running through Arizona right now. It says the flash flood of ash comes on the heels of a fire that scorched 119,000 acres of mountain land. Oh, God. Oh, that's awful. That is awful. Jeez. So, between the pandemic and the Australian wildfire fires and the arrival of the Asian giant hornets to the U.S., it is starting to feel like as if we are living in a true doomsday scenario. At least that's likely the sentiment felt by officials in Pima County, Arizona, when they witnessed a mass streaming black sludge Rip through their local landscape. Oh, and there's a video of it. Oh, my God. A video posted to the official Twitter account of the Pima County government showed what looked like a black avalanche from the depths of hell. (laughs) (laughs) The mesmerizing (coughs) video was accompanied by the rhetorical yet fitting question, who had this on their 2020 hellscape bingo card? Oh, my God. Although the oozing black sludge may look like a nightmare, it was actually fairly common natural phenomenon. Science call it a flash flood of forest debris that formed when the soil could not properly absorb falling rainwater. This often occurs following a wildfire. According to the U.S. Geological Survey, charred ground following a fire loses its ability to absorb water, even low levels of it. Instead, the rainwater accumulates and mixes with an earth with the earthy materials. In, oh, with earthy materials. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, earthy always gets me now. Including That's ash. Like my diss track. When he gets it. <laughs> uh, including the ash from the fire, mud, and vegetation. <laughs> I hate you right now. According to Pima County officials, this northern Tuscan flood was the result of five hours of 0.83 inches of rain accumulating at the top of the Canada watershed in the Santa Catalina Mountains. The flood comes in the wake of the Big Horn Fire, which has destroyed more than 119,000 acres of land in the west end of the Santa Catalina Catalina Mountains, north of Tuscan's Tucson. Tuscan is Italy, not Arizona. (laughs) North of Tucson um, since June 5th, 2020. So local authorities have warned residents of the big flash floods in letters distributed after the fire. Still, the sight of an indiscernibly body of pitch blackness barreling straight down the road would frighten anyone for an instant. County Regional Flood Control hydraulist Lynn Orchard described the phenomenon as being like oil or tar. Ooh. She admitted that it was indeed scary. What's worse is the amount of rainfall that followed with Bighorn Fire in the area isn't even considered a high amount by any means, especially not during the monsoon season. Uh, so, yeah, so basically there's this giant fucking, like, river mm-hmm. of sludge, and it's, like, tar, and here's the video of it where you can see it coming. It's, oh my god, that's scary looking. That's very scary looking, and it just it's just rolling down the fucking street. Oh my god, it looks it looks, it looks like, like the blob. Oh my god. You know, it kind of reminds me of um <clears throat> like when they're redoing the roads 
almost like right, um, tar. Right, like if it's got sticks and things. Oh no, like, I see it. it. Looks yeah, like, that's crazy. It looks looking. like your mulch in your garden came alive. Like, and it's all burning up and hot. And it's and so hot from the like. Oh, that is wild looking. You guys right. should all look that up and so see what I, that looks like. That's I'll wild looking. I'll post it on the page. Um, but you all need to check out that video because it's super cool. It is really weird looking. I mean, it does almost remind you of like lava coming down, but yeah. it's, it's not. That's that's weird. Okay, well, you go ahead and do that, and I'm gonna find a World Daily Re- Report because um, Jay was like, I don't like the fact that I haven't had. A oh my god, are we already at 44? Yeah. Oh my god, we are just blowing it out today. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um. Oh, well, we we gotta talk about this though because I mean, hello, it's aliens. So, we talked about it before that they announced that, yes, we don't know what this UFO was, right? We right, talked about it a right. couple of podcasts ago that all the Big Daddy News is, we're, we're talking about it. Well, now, the Big Daddy News is, again, are talking about that um, the Pentagon is actually admitting to them having a UFO task force. That's crazy. And they're, expect- they're expected, okay, to reveal some findings. And according to Fox 29, so Fox being, like, one of the daddy newses, but it's also on CNN. Right. It was on BBC America. It was, like, on all these different ones. This is just the one that I pulled out. And it was from July 24th. And it's according to a recent report from the New York Times, which is the great granddaddy news, a top-secret Pentagon program has been conducting classified briefings for over a decade, analyzing various encounters between military craft and unidentified aerial vehicles. According to the Times, the Pentagon stated that the program was disbanded but a Senate committee report last month revealed spending on a program called the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. It was reported in late June that U.S. Senator Mark Rubio had requested a detailed analysis of the task force findings. Oh, my God. <laughs> they really exist. Woo-hoo. All right. So it said the report stated that the committee supports the efforts of the task force to collect and standardize data regarding unidentified aerial phenomenon, as well as their links to foreign governments and potential threats. Now, astrophysicist and former consultant for the UFO program since 2007, Eric W. Davis, which is a very, like, vanilla name. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very vanilla. Told, it's probably I mean, not his real name. I know, but Eric Davis is like, if he ever was to listen to this, be like, name like what do you want to do right. about it this is what like, i am i'm sorry you, you know Ari, it, it writes I'm, up there with john smith i know i'm like i'm sorry i didn't have anything you know better you know for you <laughs> bitches <laughs> you know, oh my god i'm sorry my parents named me something vanilla so um told the times that he gave a classified briefing to the defense department agency as early as march regarding off-world vehicles not me on this earth so the way that they kind of say it though it's not like i see the shit I'm telling you, this is what they have. And, and it's, it's, they don't really say, he said, I gave a classified briefing, but it's not necessarily like, do you have them? He's not saying they necessarily have them. Do you see how they kind of danced around yep. it? Like he could be. And they will anything. release certain stuff. Yeah. After they redact everything. Well, in April, they declassified videos from 2004 and 2015 that showed saucer looking objects. And that's what we have. And then the DOD is releasing the videos in order to clear up any misconceptions by the public on whether or not the footage that has been circulating was real. Or whether or not there's more to the videos. So, they're starting to like... But it's it's so funny to me because it's like everything is going to hell in a handbag around here, okay? Like, the United States is in turmoil, 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 right? And so they just keep releasing this shit about fucking aliens. Right. They're like, and they're nobody like, gives a fuck. And now that way, after all this shit is over and shit hits the fan and it's fucking Independence Day. Speaking of, <laughs> I Will, know. Speaking of another Will Smith movie. Right. Like, there can't be like, well, you weren't in the know. We released it. Well, I'm just thinking to myself, 
How do you, how are people not like, well, hold on. Let's stop throwing shit at each other and stop worrying about who's wearing masks for a minute because fucking aliens are real. They're telling us that it's real. They're like putting it out there little by little to let us know. And it's like, could you imagine if the aliens are like, dude, they finally know about us. We can go. We could go. We could go say hi. And then everything, I mean, we could be, I mean, it's just crazy to me. I don't know. But I've always said. Maybe that's why (laughs) in the Will Smith videos that I've been seeing, he looks Mm -hmm. so exhausted because he's trying to save the world like Independence Day. (laughs) But he's also at MIB. So he's just really tired. Well, that and putting up with, you know. We're bleaching Jada Smith's ass. I mean, bleaching her ass. He's tired of her shit. <laughs> I mean, it's just too much. But it's okay, Will. If you're listening, <laughs> I love you. You know, my my dad and my brother, and we talked about this too in the podcast, I brought up about how they find these cows and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, I really believe it because I'm like, there are so many of these things that come out. And even if 1% of them are real, it makes it real. And they picked and picked and picked on me. And then not too long after that, they dropped that fucking aliens are real. And here we go. They're getting ready to drop some shit about some other stuff. So fuck (laughs) y'all. With respect, Dad. Yes. yes, I love you. (laughs) Okay. So it's now time. Oh, so here we go. For your world news daily report where the facts matter. And this one. Just for the names alone, bring me <laughs> such great joy. All right. So trio trio of rioters arrested for breaking into a sperm bank and stealing hundreds of samples. Oh, God. Three Minneapolis residents have been arrested for breaking into a sperm bank during the riots that occurred last Saturday. This is an old one, apparently. Um, Latifa White, 29, Ivory Pepper. Oh, God. Ivory Pepper. And... and Eve Peach, 28. <laughs> Is that, are they trying to make it so that everybody's like, you know, accounted for? Right, right. Culturally at this point? I don't know. They're like, we don't want to look racist. We right. don't want to look anything. So, like, make sure we put a whole shitload no, of stuff no, in there. No, all, all three women have, they have a mug, fake mugshots, and they're all three African American women. Oh, really? Because Eve Peach sounds very white. Eve Peach, Ivory Pepper. And Ivory Pepper sounds like. And Latifa like White. Right. Okay, so anyway, um, Latifa oh was God. 29, Ivory Pepper was 31, and. Eve Peach was 28. They were arrested yesterday after video surveillance cameras caught images of the three suspects breaking into the local fertility clinic. (laughs) It is believed that the three suspects were intoxicated and under the influence of alcohol and crystal meth. It's always meth with them. Oh my God, why? (laughs) And they have fled the crime scene with hundreds of samples, according to the authorities. Surveillance cameras captured images of the three suspects filling grocery bags with specimens of sperm. And even tasting several special samples. Oh my god. (laughs) They're making smoothies. Oh oh god! Officer Officer Darnell Williams of the Minneapolis Police Department told reporters, I've seen the footage. I don't know what drugs they were on, but you can see them rubbing sperm all over their faces and genitals and (laughs) drinking stuff like it's Kool-Aid, said Alan Keyes, co-owner of the Mini... The samples aren't that much of the Minneapolis Cairo... Cairo Bank. I know, but I'm talking like I actually know. That's right. what's so funny about so it. So, Lewis Thompson, the attorney representing the three women, told reporters that his clients were upset with the present climate of racism in America and did did this to honor the memory of George Floyd. This is an oh, act, this is awful. This is an act of rage and activism fueled by depre- depression, oh, fueled by desperation due to the political violence brought on to the 
African-American population in America, explained Attorney Lewis Thompson. Once again, these are fake news stories. This is terrible. Don't add us. So legal experts believe that the three suspects could face charges of third-degree burglary, burglary <laughs> as well as first-degree murder. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Destroying hundreds of specimens of living sperm that could each face up to... It's always a random number. Right. 1,037 years in jail. <laughs> this is terrible. They probably listened to our podcast. They were like, look, this has nothing to do with anything you guys are doing. We just figured that it was, it that, you know, it was an opportunity. We went in. We wanted a first sperm facial. We wanted a sperm smoothie. Like, yeah, because we have pretty, <laughs> we have, there has been so much use for sperm I that know. we have talked about. Like, it boosts your immune system, it makes your skin soft, like, people are out there trying to get it in. But oddly enough, so today, I was, like, when I woke up this morning, got my coffee, I'm scrolling through my Facebook feed, of course, and um, a friend of mine, his name's Mike, he posts a video about the woman who does the sperm smoothies. Right. And I was like, oh my God, we talked about her on the podcast a few podcasts ago on the podcast anniversary. And there's a video of her taking a fresh sample. No. Yes. And I was like, Bleh! oh my God. <laughs> right. And she's got this green juice and he takes it and she takes it, you know, and she starts pouring it in and the comb is going into the thing and then she drinks it and she's like, yum. Like it was like the grossest thing. And I'm just thinking to myself. Like, and she's like, oh, I've never been healthier. Like, you're right. No, all that really healthy food you're eating has done nothing for you. It's all cum. It's all the sperm. Bitch, and I you're, mean, it's, it's a because, freshly made green right, smoothie. Right, you're putting, like, it in all these natural vitamins and shit. It has nothing to do with the sperm. You were just trying to be weird. Like, so And you're getting her. all the fucking attention for it. Like, and he posted it. I was like, lady. oh, my God. Like, I suck a lot of dick. And I feel like shit 90% of the time, so it's not the, the cum. <laughs> By the oh, way. you would really be healthy. Right. Like, I, I keep Paco. There is a study that says the more a man ejaculates, the less likely they are to get prostate cancer and things like that. So you I'm just. be clean as a whistle. And it, it reduces the risk of heart attack. So I'm keeping my man healthy. <laughs> I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. <laughs> Anyway, if you um, have a sperm smoothie recipe that you'd like to share for, with us, please reach out to us um, at Straight From The Net and please follow us on all our platforms on social media because now we're, we're on Parlor, Snapchat, Instagram. I'm going to make a fucking Twitter account. Danielle's already got one. And we haven't done anything with them yet. So and if you Facebook. get on there and we haven't done shit, it just, just well by the time you hear business, we'll by the time you hear this, hopefully we've at least posted a couple things. Yeah, I know. Um oh please God. follow us, please reach out. Um Tom Hanks, we're gonna tag you in this. Let <laughs> us know you're still alive. Um oh, and again, you can give us again, give us a um a review on iTunes. Yeah, so make sure that you review we'll us you on iTunes and we'll give you a shout out. And you can reach us at straightfromthenet at gmail.com and all these amazing platforms that Danielle's about to tell you about. Okay, so you can hear us on the radio in New York City. That's right. Um, New York Daytime Radio, which is uh, the WMLD, the Voice of Hudson Valley Radio, every Wednesday at 1 o'clock. And every Saturday you can get the replay. Uh, yeah, Saturday at 7. And then a brand new episode is loaded to our platforms every Sunday at some point during the day, which is Spotify, TuneIn Radio. Whenever we feel like doing it. Right. iTunes, iPodcast, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. And come to find out, we're on like one other one that I don't even know about. I'm going to get back to you guys about that. We're getting ready to have some more platforms. So we'll, we'll add those when we get to them. But in the meantime, bye. Okay, bye.